All right, welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal here with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Uh, you got Darren, Bry, you don't have to sound upbeat. We understand what happened. The Knicks <laughs> lost. This is the Knicks-Hawks series post-mortem. You guys had dreams of... The Knicks losing in five, but I'm, I bet to Brooklyn or Milwaukee or Philly or someone good like that. I know it was all considered gravy. It was a fun year. Parley kid, start with you. It's a little disappointing. My God, I thought they'd win game five at home. Yeah, exactly. So I think to me, had they bowed out game six, uh, I think I could have accepted it a little bit mm-hmm. more. Just to, at least there was a chance. Uh, these last few games really all played out the same. I mean, anytime the Knicks made any type of little dent in the uh, Atlanta lead, uh, they came back. So tip of the cap uh, to Atlanta. I thought they played a great series, uh, and uh, they are going to be a formidable formidable opponent going yeah, forward here, those. Sal. They, yeah. they got, you know, look, since Nate McMillan has taken over that team, they might, I could be wrong, and I, I, they might have one of the top two or three records in the NBA. I think they do, Since yeah. he's taken it over. So uh, I, I think they're a scary team going forward. They got great length. They can they rebound the ball. They can score. Uh, they gave the Knicks fits. And all, you got a little series. rivalry so, now with Trey Young bowing. It's got a nice little rivalry. Yeah, Fun. absolutely. I think this is what the <clears throat> NBA needs. And look, as a Knicks fan, we got to keep this in perspective. Great season. It was much better than almost anybody could have predicted. So things look up for the Knicks. They got a couple first-round draft picks this year. They got some money to spend. So looking forward to the future. Yeah, you get like a whole bunch of Obi Toppins with with all the Uh, first-round packs. Go ahead, Harry. You want to say something? Darren, let me say, Darren. I mean, honestly, uh, with about eight minutes to go, down eight, Obi Toppin open for a four-footer to cut that lead. I'm sorry, but the whole season. Darren, your Dayton guy, Obi Toppin. (laughs) Overly terrible. The whole year, the playoffs. Yeah, you're not following terrible. basketball, then, Harry. Look at what look at what the experts are saying. Ah, the people experts. thought he made some great strides this year. And um, excuse me, the expert just spoke, and he's wearing sunglasses yeah. indoors for uh, yeah. the seventh straight. I, I mean, uh, Harry watched one <laughs> Knicks I, I, well, game. I got, I got to get more than three hours. And, because nights, Harry actually around. lost a couple hundred bucks on the Knicks last night, so it was the first game he was invested. Oh, really? In all year. Also, and well, Darren, and here's also, the fact, gotta, this, Harry. Hey. Here's the fact. Why then, if if Toppin has been so Make bad, why down eight <laughs> points late midway through the fourth is he still in the game? Over they Julius no Randle, they, they have they have no uh, they, scores. He's come anywhere. a long way, and he's that's come the, a long way. Nah, he's terrible. He was a what was he picked fourth overall? Terrible. Speaking of fourth nah, overall, fourth overall, Brian, you see, yeah. you you obviously was, forgot he, the draft. He was double fourth. that, double that fourth. He was picked eighth. eighth a, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. speaking of fourth, then Brian's uh, Brian last pod defended uh, Barrett a little bit, saying that this, that, and the other about him that he's getting better. Brian, thirty eight percent from the field. 28% from three-point range, oh, where Barrett Brian. was picked. Uh, Barrett is a bum, Brian. He's a bum. He's, he's, he, he's, is, it, is, it, is it that much to ask to go out and 37 37% get from the field was like, se- that was like second best on the, on the Knicks. On the Knicks. All right. Yeah, well, go out well, with 28 points. Well, that's the He's still 20 years old. So, I mean, he's, he's the youngest guy, youngest well, he's guy ne- in the playoffs. He's never going to develop into a 25-point player. Never. 
No so way. Harry saw himself as a 17.5 points a game this year. So high. 20 years old. Uh, good. Keep it. I don't worry about You're him as much as I worry about You're Randall. By the way, we had Randall, a triple-double <laughs> and the Knicks win. I bet it for Jerry Ferraro. We were texting there, and he's like, what, the turnovers count towards this triple-double? I think he had mm-hmm. a minus 10. It didn't matter. They had a win anyway, but damn it. What the hell? That's the guy uh, to worry about. Is that guy there going to go back to like 11 well, points look, a game? It, it, well, and here's the advantage for the Knicks. He's got one year left on his deal. Right. So the Knicks can decide, like, look, if if – if what they saw from this season with Randall isn't really the player they're going to get, like in a playoff situation, yeah. they can let him walk. They can let him walk, and they can use yes. that money on somebody else. Uh, if not, if they've determined that he's a guy they can kind of build around, which I mean, he showed that this year. I don't know. Again, what he showed right now is well, he would be a great number two. He would mm. be a great number two. I don't. I don't think he's like a number one especially come playoff time because he's not a premier athlete. Um, yeah. Gets a lot of shots tra- around the rim, et cetera, et cetera. He's, he had some lapses. I mean, but maybe he learned from this experience and he has well, an unbelievable year next year. Well, hats off to the Knicks and Knicks fans and Trey Young with the bowing. He's, he's funny too. He said like, uh, what did he say? He's like, seen a lot of shows in New York. I know how they end with a bow. And there you go. And so he bowed. Uh, look, I don't, but, I don't mind it. The, the, those guys backed up their talk. Capella, right. Trey Young, they backed up their talk. So good for them. They were good, but the Knicks are out and it gets you thinking. Now that it's time to hop on the Riverboat Casino, each week we set sail tackling fake prepositions, propositions, not even prepositions, on, <laughs> over, no, nothing like that, as they relate to pop culture and sports. This week, with the Knicks out of it, the captain of the Riverboat Casino asked, which New York team is most likely to win next? Is it the Nets, 2-1 to one odds? The Bills, 4-1 to one odds? The Liberty, there you go, Bryce, 7-1 to one odds. The <laughs> Islanders still alive here, 15-1 to one odds. Trump's legal defense, 200 to one odd. Wow, that's a long shot. Or the field at even. All right, Harry, you have a lot to say about this. A lot of negative things. Who's the next New York team to win? I guess I'm going to take the favorite. I'm going to take the Nets. I mean, the big three. Uh, they got a, they got a formidable opponent here coming up in Milwaukee. Uh, they played some good games during the regular season. But uh, I think ultimately the Nets get through the series. They get to the finals. Uh, you know, Like I said, they play Philly. Philly's got to beat the turret a bit. Uh, and if they get to Atlanta, that could be fun. That could be high-scoring games. Um, but still, ultimately, I think right now this season the Nets are built uh, to get this done, uh, and I think they will take on whoever comes out of the West and beat them. I t- I'd say uh, it's the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I, I know. Like I know. We're going to go over. We're going to preview that nets Bucks series. We're going to preview the Hawks and Sixers and uh, all the games that are going on tonight, Thursday night. All right, brother Bry, hit us. What's the New York team? You could take the liberty. Don't feel bashful. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Joel put that out there last night. Um, Seven to one odds, though, maybe I wouldn't take. I would take the Islanders at 15 to one odds, though. Mm -hmm. Look, we're we're right in it. We're right there. 15 to one. One, one here in the series with Boston. I think we have a very good shot to uh, come away with this series. And then at that point, you know, we'll be uh, last, last four left. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, would t- I would take the Islanders with this one. I, you know, just just based on the odds you gave out. But yeah, Liberty. If you gave me like fifty to one odds for the Liberty, maybe. <laughs> but I, I think their uh, Liberty is like two or three years away from maybe winning this. All right, I'll shop that one around. Maybe I can find 40, 50 to one <laughs> odds for you for the Liberty. All right, Paulie kid, what are you going with? 
Well, so I do appreciate what you did here. You didn't put like Jersey based teams right on this list, right? So Giants and Jets, you're talking about the New York team to win next. Those teams are right. not based Wait, in New York. Well, the so you did Nets? not put them on, right? <laughs> what do you what mean? Harry, the Brooklyn's in New York, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry. Harry still uh, thinks they play in Jersey. It, oh, my <laughs> gosh. And ha Harry did not realize Brooklyn is in New York. Jim, pull up the map. Well, he still Jim. thought the Nets were in New Jersey. What? Which, what which way happened? you wanted, Harry? Which, uh, uh, oh, which that, way were you the, dumb? Gosh. They're, they're at the pr Prudential Center still, I guess. Oh. Usually pretty good at Jersey. Oh, Harry, that's... I can't good believe Lord. that. You just talked about the Brooklyn. I don't understand. What happened? So, fell but, asleep look, I think the Islanders are great value here at 15 to 1. Mm -hmm. Um... I do look. The Nets are the obvious choice at two to one because uh, there's they're, you know, they're the favorites to win this year right now. So right. they're the closest to this. But I'm going to switch my pick. I'll take the Islanders at fifteen to one. Whoa. Great value for a Trots led team. Trots is the best coach in, in hockey. I think he gets one here with the Knicks. I mean, the, well, sorry, I'm saying the Knicks with the Islanders within the next two years. Wow. And if they get by okay. the Bruins, if they get by the Bruins here. They can win the whole thing right now this year. So that's what a lot of people the, are saying. The Islanders are great value at 15 to 1. It's unbelievable value placed on them. Much yeah. better value than anybody else here on the board. So let's take them. That's true. Well, it is fake. There is that. But uh, yeah, it's 15 to 1. All right, Isles, two Isles. You know what? What about my New York Mets? They only have the best pitcher anyone's ever seen in Jacob DeGrom, who, by the way, threw his first curveball of the season. How crazy is that, Parley kid? To go all these outings and just throw your first curveball in uh, early June. Nuts. Uh, they want their yep. momentum slowed down. They've had 10 of 45, their first 45 games postponed. Doesn't matter. They keep going. Pilar is a cult hero for getting hit in the face. Syndergaard comes back. And some of these guys are running into walls. Lindor, right around the Mendoza line, just under 200 now. I love it. I love his team. Dom Smith mm. is hitting now. They have a four and a half game lead somehow in the L NL East. I'll take those shoot. field odds at even. Beautiful. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when they start playing teams over 500? Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> they still have a million games against that division. They could take care of that division. You worry Man. about yourself. My Who God. Who thought the East would be that bad? And that, the but, NL East. Crazy. It's the Ooh. NFC wow. East. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, we did our race to 10 Tuesday Jim, recap. Jim, hey, Oh, again, I should ask Jim, Jim can and Joel. You mark do you have anyone? Down? Mark what? Mark what down? Just as part of like Ed went after Sal for the first time ever on the show history. That's <laughs> it's all right. right. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. First time ever. The Mets are going to be there in September. You'll see. Uh, Jim or Joel, you have anything to add to this New York team? Most likely to win next. Well, it's probably whoever is going against Bill de Blasio is probably going to be the winner. Um, it's not really if, I, if, I, if I can't go against, uh, if I can't pick Hofstra winning the Colonial Athletic, I I think Parlay Kid's right. The Islanders, that's good money right there. I think right. the jinx in the Islanders here. All right. <laughs> there you go. Jim, anything to add? The Knicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Knicks and seven. I like it. Uh, race to 10 Get Tuesday. We did real well. We won. We've won four in a row now. We had the Celtics over the Nets. We had plus oh, yeah. money. It was Brother Bry's pick. We were up eight to two. I don't, maybe it wasn't eight to two in the ball. It was the video. It yeah, was eight to two. It was eight to oh, was two. It? But eight to two eight with to the two. ball. I'm not sure if they had um, the ball. But it was eight I'm to pretty two. sure they had the ball at eight to two. Yeah. 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 And then it was eight yeah. eight. I mean, it's as exciting as it gets. I guess the other team could have the ball with eight, but that didn't happen. But was, eight eight. 
We drain at three. It's actually more exciting than it seems. And you don't have to sit through like five, 12 to two runs by either team. Yep. It's great. We'll be back uh, next Tuesday and we're playing for someone every week. So uh, we'll, we'll put together a contest to see who is eligible. Um, hey, the guys and I back in March, we said Roy Williams, Coach K, and, and would be gone. And who else did we said? We said Jim Beheim would be the last one standing. Is that what happened? Because Coach K announced that he's going away mm. after this year, right? He wants to take the victory tour. Isn't that right? Yeah, after that's this amazing. year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah Coach the, PK. We have our coach, too. By the way, that's... Yeah, go ahead, Eric. Talking <laughs> all over say, each that's other gonna here. Suck all, great. That's going to suck all season. That's going to suck all season. With Coach K? You don't like that? Coach K. Get, oh, it's going to be awful every game on the road. Last time I ever had the arena, it's going to be the worst. <laughs> it's going to be funny if they can't play above 500 in their uh, conference. That'll be what Right. Going, That'll be right? good. He's getting all okay. these cars and shit. Yeah. Uh, Coach right. PK, would you rather have the Celtics coaching job or the Duke coaching job? Wow. This is a tough question, Sal, because I would say really neither job here mm. uh, I find appealing. Uh, one, there's really nowhere but down to take over Duke, right? To take over that Duke program. Mm -hmm. And you get the feeling that Duke has seen its best days. I don't know. Has Duke basketball seen its best days? And either way, the person coming into that situation is in a no-win situation. So I don't think you want any part of that. Uh, and as far as the Boston Celtics go, boy, that's another team. I think it's there's a little dysfunction there in Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, whose team is it? It's tough to coach some of these egos. I don't, there's one thing I wouldn't want to do. I would not want to be an NBA basketball coach. I think it's a, it I, I don't know how much. It's ten, tens of thousands of dollars in, in salary, like base. Would you want that Celtics job? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Brad Stevens almost couldn't even handle that Celtics job, right? Right. So I'd pass on that, Sal. I'll tell you what. Give me Aaron Boone's job with the Yankees. That's the oh. job I want. Uh, and I'd go back to old, some old school baseball there, Sal. I wouldn't be following a a book, uh, or mm. you know, uh, basically a manuscript that these guys are, are following on a daily basis. I'd manage from the heart and from the gut, right, Harry? That's how you do it. That's yeah. the job Darn. I want. Darn. Sorry, Duke. Sorry, Boston. <laughs> I actually don't like either one of you. Give me that Yankees job. Uh, I didn't know it was up for grabs, but I will we'll give you the job. It, might, it should like be up for grabs. Probably, probably will be next year. Yeah, it I should be. It Look, be. if George was here, would Boone still be coaching? I don't no, know. No way. You know, you play in such a great division with those Red Sox who have like two players and hitters in the lineup. Anybody knows. But yeah, I get it. I get it. It's tough. It's a struggle. Uh, let's do the nets Buck series. NBA, here we go. Brooklyn. Is it Brooklyn Nets or are they in New Jersey, Harry? I think Brother Bryce <laughs> sent us a map here to clarify this. Brooklyn is a <laughs> is minus 200 was? favorite. I thought they were would be a bigger favorite, what minus sure. 250 or so, but it's minus 200. If you like the Bucks, the take back is plus 160. I'm doing it, guys. I know I have bets on the Nets all over the place. I'm betting the Bucks mm. here, plus 160. The Celtics were a junk team, as uh, yeah. Parley Kid just pointed out they had one of their best players out you know not that the heat were world beaters but they did make the finals last year and the bucks disposed of them quickly yep i think the bucks all right you know the nets got their legs under them with the big three who hadn't played together i think they had played like seven or eight or nine games together before this series so now we know they're back they can beat up on a team like 
the Celtics. But Giannis plays defense. Drew Holiday can play defense. P.J. Tucker shut down Jimmy Butler for a lot of that first-round matchup. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be different. It's going to be a different kind of series. I'll probably smarter to take Milwaukee in seven here. What are the odds for that? Milwaukee in seven Uh, is plus plus 550. Yep. But I'm going to take plus 160 in the Milwaukee Bucks over the Brooklyn Nets. Is that crazy? I know you think that's crazy. Brother Mm. Brian, you're as close to me as possible in that prediction. You like the Nets in a long series. Yeah, I guess. uh, Yeah, so I I think it's going to be a long series. I think you... You're best looking at those, yeah, game six or game seven here. But the Nets to win in seven is uh, plus 390. Again, like you said, this series is going to be great. This this could potentially be the two best teams right now, the way they're yeah. playing. But the Bucks in the Heat series, though, finally look like that Bucks regular season team over the last few years. So, you know, uh, like you were saying, the Bucks defensively can be great at times. The Nets mm-hmm. are going to have a tough time guarding the Bucks. Uh, and and the Bucks looked really good against the Nets in the last two that they played. Although mm-hmm. you can't really go by those regular season games because I don't even think Harden played in those last two right. games. But I do mm-hmm. think the Divincenzo injury is big for the Bucks. I think that's I think that could essentially be the difference in, ter- in terms of who I'm picking here. Um, but I I think the Nets efforts not going to be there every game, so the Bucks are going to win their games. I just think when they need to win the game, uh, I think they're going to win in. Uh, the big right. games they need and win in seven. Nets in seven. All right, Parley Kid, mm-hmm. you think it takes even less time than that? Yeah, and just you know, Sal, I'm a. I, I like what you're saying about the Bucks. Um, I think PJ Tucker was a good pickup, and he's just a winning type of player. Yeah, but I just like the value here of the Nets at uh, to win the series four to two in six games at plus four forty. Um, I think the Nets just it's just too much talent on this team. Uh and when they want to play some basketball, they can. I think they're going to force Giannis uh into some a little bit of trouble. I mean, Giannis, you're gonna make him shoot the ball maybe a little bit more than he would in uh against another team. I think the Nets are gonna be smart. Nash is, I think, getting better and better as a coach here for the Nets. I think when the Nets want to turn it up. Look, we always talk about the big three for the Nets, but they just have some nice other role players. When you got a guy who can shoot like Joe Harris as well, mm. they just become almost unbeatable if they if they want to win. They're fully focused into winning basketball. There shouldn't be a team in the NBA that can stay with them. So let's say let's just take this good value here: the Nets to win in six at plus four forty. Uh, I think they get that job done. Yeah, was that game two where uh, Harris had as many points as? Walker and Tate, I don't know, combined it was something something stupid, but yeah, you're right. right yeah. <laughs> That's they, bad they when the got... big three could be off and he can uh, he could take over there. All right, Harry, you're exactly. not even screwing with this. You're like, uh, this is easy. Nets, Nets, Nets. I don't care where they're from. I don't know where they're from. Uh, minus two. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Sal, too. I thought the Nets would be probably around 240 and it's minus 200. Bry, I think that injury is going to hurt Milwaukee. They played three games in the regular season, all three games within six. Milwaukee has looked good, but uh, um, I think still, unlike they have in past years in the playoffs, they look really good against Miami. Miami looked really bad. But again, too much offense here, I think, overall in the end. Uh, the big three, plus uh, probably kid you mentioned, Joe Harris. I think Blake Griffin needs to step it, up, step it up a little bit more from what he's done so far in the playoffs. But ultimately, I think it's going to be an exciting series, fun to watch. But Nets really probably, pull, yeah, this could go seven, but Nets pull it out. At minus 200 to win the series. There you go. All right. Harry has a flight to Passaic, New Jersey, and it's a short drive over to see them play game one. <laughs> That'll be fun. All right. Sixers, Hawks. 
Boy, this is low. I'm just seeing this for the first time uh, about 10 minutes ago, this line. Sixers minus 192. I thought that mm. would be about 250 also, at least. Right. The take back is plus 154 for the Hawks. I see this Hawks team. Now, if it ends up where the Sixers sweep, the Knicks were a real fraud, and that'll be sad. But I don't think that's the case. I think the Hawks offer style mismatches all over the place. Yep. Clint Capella, we're getting, we talked about Clint Capella, and Harry loves him. He still likes him for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's not going to win that. <laughs> he didn't win that. But he is going to create problems for the Sixers, who I don't believe, if you had to say Embiid was going to play how many games this series? I don't know. I, I might put it at like three and a half. Mm -hmm. I don't trust that he's on the court all the time. But I also think Philly is better overall. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take plus one and a half at minus 150. The Hawks plus one and a half. So that ultimately mm -hmm. means that they will win three games, right? I think the Hawks will win three mm -hmm. games in this series. They may not win the series. They may lose in seven uh, or they may win it outright. I'm going plus one and a half minus 150. Trey Young <clears throat> makes this a close series. Brother Brian, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going the Hawks um, to win in six at plus 500. So mm. I do think if the Hawks are going to win this series, I feel like they're not going to win four, five, or seven. I think it's going to be hard for them in a game seven to win on the road. So I think if you're going to take them to win, I do right. like this at, at five to one. Um, again, this 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 pick is predicated on Embiid not playing or being severely limited. Look, I didn't think a small meniscus tear would be a big deal, but... Uh, I was talking to my friend who's an athletic trainer and he always, you know, he's usually pretty right with some of the stuff, but he was telling me it's almost impossible to play basketball on mm. even a, even a small meniscus tear. Um, so that, I mean, like you said, three and a half games, that's probably about right. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, will, will he play game one or two? I, I don't know. Maybe he won't even play the series. I mean, will they risk it? Maybe not, but the Hawks too, they're pretty legit. They're good defensively. They have shooters all over the floor. I mean, Philly's a little bit different than the Knicks because they could put, when they need to, they could put Simmons on Trey in crucial situations. If Embiid is playing, Embiid will pull Capella away from the basket, which which will open things up. So it's definitely different than the Knicks. But, um, yeah, I just I just don't see Embiid being, you know, healthy enough to, to help the 76ers here. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Hawks in uh, six. That meniscus thing, our friend Dr. Chow said, you know, the, the small meniscus tears become big. You put any, right? You put any pressure on it, you can go from small to big in, in no time. And I think he recommended uh, wearing a mask on the meniscus itself. I don't know. He, he's usually <laughs> right about these things. All right, Harry, what do you have for this series? Uh, you know, I'm going to take the Sixers, but in seven games. Yeah, I think Capella is definitely going to cause a lot of problems for Philly down low and Atlanta and Trey Young should go to him more down low. Um, but ultimately, look, I think uh, Tobias Harris is having a great uh, playoff right now. He leads the Sixers in scoring at 25 points a game. Simmons is great. Um, Sixers averaging 124 points so far in the playoffs, and that was that includes not having Embiid uh, in the uh, clincher against uh, Washington. I'm going to go out here and say, like I said, Sixers and seven, but both teams win every game at home. No one wins on the road. Sixers win this and seven. It's going to be interesting to see who was the worst team right I mean, we don't really know who the worst first round team was until we see these second round games i mean was it washington are we going to see like the hawks are going to beat up on the sixers like oh washington was awful they shouldn't have been in the final eight or was it the knicks mm -hmm. something like that all right parley kid who are you taking well i'm not going to be taking anybody here sal uh for mm. this uh, i'm taking right, we'll this move series, on to the next game i'm taking this <laughs> series total which i think you did uh for one of the series 
uh, in the first round oh, yeah. here, right? I forgot what series it was. But I'm going to be taking here the series total of seven games at plus 190. Kind of like what you guys are saying. I feel like this series is going to go the distance. I'm not going to pick a winner here. I'm just picking the series to go seven. So because I like what everybody's saying and beads a little banged up, that could play a big factor. But I think these teams kind of like win one, lose one throughout the series. I think it makes mm. it to seven at plus one ninety. Okay. Uh, I that way I'm kind of rooting for the Hawks, though. I have to say, I'm kind of rooting for Atlanta. You are really, yeah. Wow. I root for Atlanta. I kind of, I, they, I, I respect Atlanta for what they did to the Knicks. I wonder I if they, you poll all the Knicks fans. I, I bet like five or ten percent would say they're rooting for Atlanta right. going forward. Although Philly, New York, yeah, there's that rivalry too. Yeah, I don't like Philly. All right, yeah, I did partly kid. I had the freaking Laker. I had the uh, Knicks Hawks to go seven. That was my, that's uh, right. That's I stand by it. I stand by it. I stole it. Uh, all right, boy, Lakers Suns. I can't figure out these West. I'm all over the place with all of these West series. I mean, I I picked, I think, the Lakers in six. That ain't happening. I mean, I guess they could win tonight. And then I don't know what would have to happen for the to Suns for there not to be a game seven. No, that ain't happening. It's not going to be Lakers in six. They're favored by two in a must-win game six. 207 is the over-under. Anthony Davis is saying he's hoping the doctor is going to clear him. And the doctor is like, I don't know what to do. I clear you, and then you're going to spend, you know, 46 or 48 minutes sprawled out face down on the court uh, that makes me look bad right but in this must win situation i don't want to screw with the little line the total yeah i'm gonna take the lakers team total over 104 and a half at minus 105 you know three of the last four went over mm -hmm. 104 and a half to end the season games two and three they went over like i said back against the wall shooter has to make a shot he just has to. It can't be this bad. All right, maybe they made out on not signing him to a four-year deal, but he's not 0 for 9 bad. That's for sure. Kuzma will step up. Matthews, Wes Matthews, all hands on deck. I don't even know what Anthony Davis' uh, availability will be. LeBron will put up a respectable number. I think it's 108, 105 late, and I'm not going to want to have to worry about who has the ball or what's going on because I'll have the Lakers over 104 and a half parlay kid. You think there's going to be a game seven here? Yeah. Well, you know, I have, it's a weird rooting interest for me in this game because I have the Suns to win in seven at plus 500. Oh, right. Right. So I'd like to see this series go seven, but at the same time, I do not want to see the Lakers in the next round. I'm sick of the Lakers. I don't want to see it. So do I even want to risk a game seven to get there? But money talks here. So, mm -hmm. Part of me is I'm rooting for the Lakers, but I'm just not going to bet against LeBron James in a, 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 you know, in a game that could end his season, especially on his home court. I'm not going to do that. Yep. I'm thinking LeBron plays the best game he's played in over a month here uh, in this game, and the Lakers play fantastic defense. They hold the Suns down. I think the Suns get game seven. They just I think they're a better team than the Lakers, but I'm just not going to go against one of the greatest basketball players of all time in James. So I'll give well, me the Lakers minus two here. Here's what one thing to consider, Parlika. I know you have the Suns in seven. You want to root for the Suns. Uh, we have Harry here who has them in our pool. And I think he bet them like probably like three or $4 to win the West at 21 to one. I don't know what it is, but he is in. He's going to be even more insufferable. He's going to be insufferable than he is now. If the Suns, 
get any momentum and are playing like in, in mid-June. So that's something to consider. But Harry, you're, um, you seem to like the Lakers here. I can't tell. I don't know. What are you doing? Well, no, because uh, on, uh, on extra points, my video pick today, it is the Suns right. plus two. But in for against all odds here, I'm going to go with a player prop. And say, like, I agree with you, though. Dennis Schroeder, over 14 and a half points at minus 116 here. Hmm. Um, look, Schroeder came off the bench last year for Oklahoma City and had games of 30 and 29 with Chris Paul. Um, in the playoffs last year against Houston, um, last two games, he is three of 22. But before that, he had 20 and 24 for the Lakers. He's the guy, Sal, I agree with you, needs to step it up, needs to help LeBron out. He's got to score tonight. Somebody's got to score for the Lakers other than LeBron doing everything. So Schroeder, over 14 and a half points, I think he gets 20 tonight. All right. Now you you said Schroeder, and then you immediately said Schroeder right after that. So I don't know what um, <laughs> he did. I don't know what happened there. Uh, well, I think I think he doesn't know how to say yeah. it. So he figured if he says it both ways, <laughs> right. that's did it. I really? You got it right once. <laughs> I don't think you I did. You definitely got it right yeah. once. But. All right, brother Bry, what do you like? Totally uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like yeah. So I'm going against you a little bit here, Seth, because I like the under two and a two oh seven. So this series is a lot like the Hawks uh, Knicks series. Great defense, terrible shooting. Uh, the average total in this is uh, in this series so far is one ninety nine. Only one game went over two hundred four. If the Lakers want to win this game, they they have to ramp up the defense even more uh, since they're struggling so so much from the outside. But again, similar. Mm-hmm. I I think on Tuesday I did the same thing with the the Knicks. Uh, I think the Knicks Hawks under. I think this is um like a you know again like a hundred to ninety or ninety something to ninety yeah. type type game. Um, and it and it goes under the two hundred seven. All right, there you go. Uh, uh, Denver Portland game six. This is a good one too. I feel like I can't win on any of these. Portland <laughs> must win. They're down three two. Yep. Laying five points over under is two twenty seven and a half. I'm asking for trouble here. I know I am, but this feels like a fixed line. I'm taking Jokic to score more points than Lillard at plus one eighteen. Mm. I think mm. it's a little bit fixed, honestly. I mean, we saw Lillard. He was an assassin. He was making shots from the uh, freaking mm. will call line. At 55, and he's returning now at home in a must-win situation. You know what I'm doing, though? I'm looking at these guys' games where they play 30 or more minutes. They both had a couple games where they were like 16 or whatever minutes. I know Jokic sat when they were getting blown out. But in games where they play 30 or more minutes, Jokic has 38, 36, 38, and 34. Lillard has had a couple 30-minute games where he scored 10 and 22. Not over the season. Over the last like week, week and a half in this uh, Denver series. I'm taking the plus one eighteen. I'm going to close my eyes and I'll I'll turn it on the fourth quarter and uh, I'll say I know Harry. I know you were on the winning side of this, um, but it was crazy. I don't know. Was that game three? I can't even remember. Game three. Yeah, yeah. insanity. But uh, it's a fun bet. Jokic plus one eighteen over Lillard. And um, you know I bet the wrong way. I liked. I said it's going to going to be a two overtime game in there. A crazy yep. instant mm-hmm. classic. There you go. Um, we got it. The last game. And I just had a, yeah, a good call two games uh, late, but there you go. Uh, Parley <laughs> Kid, you like Portland minus five. You don't even care. You're giving the point. Ah, so I'm switching it up again oh. because this reminds me of, uh, I think, game four in Portland when they, uh, was it game three? Well, they won by 20 points. It was the game where Lillard actually. Four, uh, right? That was game, game three. Game, game four. Right? Well, game he had a very four. weak oh. game and Portland blew them out. I'm expecting a very similar situation here in this game. I think Denver uh, 
the both teams are exhausted from that mm -hmm. other game. I think advantage for the home team, uh, and that uh, you know, in saying that, the home team will be more energized coming out. So I'm going to take the Portland Trailblazers here to win by 11 or more points mm. at plus 200. I think they kind of run away with this game, and kind of at one point Denver says, you know what, let's rein it back in and win Game Seven at home. I just have a really uh, a very strong feeling about this one here where. Portland kind of routes them here. Denver gets game seven. All right. Uh, all right, Harry, you have a player prop. Yeah, uh, another matchup like you said. Yeah. Um, from uh, bet aches on Tuesday, I think uh, CJ McCollum owes me a little bit here. So I'm going to take him uh, at minus 140 over Michael Porter Jr. to have more points. Um, McCollum averaged 21, has averaged 21 in the series. 23 for the season, mm. uh, more consistent overall than Porter. Uh, last game in Portland, Porter had just three points. Uh, I think McCollum bounces back, too, from that devastating turnover uh, in the last game, and he outshines Porter in Portland uh, at minus 140. McCollum, more points than Porter. All By right, the way, Brian. Harry, I'm seeing yeah. that right now at minus 170. Oh, what are you going to do? Wow. What do you got, well, big boy? No, you I'm staying just, with it? It's minus but, 170. All right. If you wow. want it, you got to take minus one seventy. Look, yeah. he's no stranger to giving right. out minus one seventies. You know, gonna, <laughs> I was looking at Harry. You know why? Who's talking? Literally I got a plus one eighteen. I got a minus one hundred five so I'm far. Just saying in, in the I got a box in the series. Play. What do you want me to do? Last thirty years. <laughs> Harry, I do. I do love it. Uh, I like that. That's why I was actually looking at it. That's why I actually know the number because I really do like that. Nice, D. Um, I mean. McCollum's fought. We were talking about this on extra points. If you're a Lillard, is Lillard falling into that category of Deshaun Watson before all the atrocities came out? Like, oh, God, please get that guy out of Houston. What are you going to do? Barry Sanders out of Detroit. He can never win. Like, what's Lillard's best bet with this team? I think they'll lose to Denver, if not tonight, eventually in game seven. And then it's like, no, this is a great player. Do you throw a temper tantrum until Portland brings yeah. someone in, or do you do pull like a, like a James Harden or whoever else and try to go to make a super It's weird, team? though, Sal. He loves Portland. He says he wants to play there his whole career, though. I know. Loves well, it. Aaron Rodgers said the yeah. same thing. And, you know, they, these guys, uh, they get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And basketball is certainly, certainly a sport where you can make a move on a dime and be there with a championship-caliber team in a matter of minutes, right, if you uh, complain mm -hmm. enough or, or to the wrong, right people. All right, Brother Bry, you have a prop, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Robert Covington over one and a half threes at minus 115. Look, you, you said this Portland team is very frustrating. You know, McCollum has, you know, CJ hasn't been good. Uh, Mello and Cantor get way, way, way too many minutes. I still can't believe they kept putting Cantor back in in the overtimes. In the first overtime, he started in the uh, second overtime, and they they just kept falling behind early. Yeah, um, I feel like Powell and Covington have been their best players aside from Lillard. So I actually like when Covington out there guarding uh, Jokic instead of Cantor. But my assumption in this, the reason I'm going over one and a half here is I think in this game, I think Denver will look to double team Lillard early, kind of as soon as he gets past half court. It's going to leave a lot of guys wide open. Uh, Covington's five for 11 in, for, from three in his last two games. So I think this is one of those. He'll probably get like five or six attempts, and I think he hits two here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Lillard looks up, he sees in his canter in there trying to d up. I, he must be like, "What the? What am I doing? Can, can you imagine mm. like Kobe? Like, 
Kobe would bully Pal Gasol, who was like a steady player, like, you know, gave it a good effort, but uh, he wouldn't put up with any of this garbage. I, I wonder, I wonder if he's around even more than a year with Portland. <laughs> anyway, that's going to be a fun one. Some big games in the West tonight. You could bet them all on Fandle. Yes. And you could bet the golf, Harry. All yeah, watching golf. I love adding sports watching experience by betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason they're America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. Great odds on all different betting markets. Fun bet types like same game parlays, exclusive always on promotions, such as enhanced odds boosts on the biggest events to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they get your winnings in as little as 24 hours safely. Fast withdrawals, 24 hours, odds boost specials, and the same game parlays where you can bet small mm. for the chance to win big. Yes, right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place your first bet on anything, and FanDuel will refund you up to a grand in site credit if you don't win. I t- I'll tell you, I love the golf. I have this guy, Wallace, right? I'm, I'm not good. Yeah, nice job. Top Spaniard, I've been bad. Top Swede, I've been bad. Top Englishman, which most people would think was... Cr- Prince Harry. I got Wallace. I just checked, Harry. What is he? So he's he's out of the four Englishmen. He had a good start. Uh, he's even through 15. That's uh that's the best out of all of them. Fitzpatrick where, is plus where's two. Where's Fitzpatrick? Okay. Plus two. Willett plus four. And then oh. there's one more. Yeah, that guy. I don't think that guy has teed off yet. Joe Long. Is that it? Is that the no? Am I looking at the wrong no. name? Who the hell cares? Nobody really cares about no. this. Anyway, no. my guys went in. Harry, you have a pick. Who did you go? I, I know you're in best bet corner. You have golf all over the place. Who do you, who do you have? Uh, I like, uh, I, I got Cantlay. Uh, I don't Harry know and I are he, all over Cantlay. He's the, all over Cantlay. Yep. You are? He's done, he's done well there. Yep. Is he? Did he tee off? I don't know if he's teed off yet. Not a big field this week. Not a lot of. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at these field. names. I'm looking at these names. He's, he's not teed off yet. Well, if you haven't seen him, I hope he hasn't teed off yet. That means. No, yeah. I, yeah, I, exactly. I've gone down and up. <laughs> I hate that. When you nothing, go down, nothing, nothing great. You nothing, gotta start from nothing, down nothing. and go up. You gotta start from right. down. That's all yeah, you do. yeah. Do we do we all do Harry, that? I think I, I got I Morikawa too, and he's playing pretty well here. So I'm yeah, glad nice. That too. It, you know it, what it, I do, Brian? I start from down and go up, and then uh I get excited as I go all the just, way up. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I just missed the name. Well, uh, when, when I get all the uh, way up. I thought I, I was the only one who did that. I am the exact same way. So I know we all do it. I'm doing it right now. As a matter of fact, I mean it's crazy. Yeah, but I'll miss it. I'll be like, yes, look, oh, he's in top twenty, top ten. Oh my god, he might. Be winning this thing. no oh i just missed it then i have to control yep. f control f and put the name in and that's the easiest way and maybe like shit he's in 90th right so true. Not as much so outright true. winners two and three balls head-to-head matchups you could do it all on fanduel sportsbook make your picks on the app and remember to use promo code against all odds download the fanduel sportsbook app and get started promo code against all odds so they know that we sent you all right nhl this is fun Isles Bees, game three. Oh. Screw you, Kevin Hanch. You know this is good. Spaghetti, meatballs. I know you're loving this. Spaghetti, it's uh, not as fun. But although, you know, spaghetti at this point, you know, a demoralized Kevin Hench is the, is the way to go, right? <laughs> That's what we got to root for. <laughs> I, I have to admit what I did this morning. Me and Meatballs recorded uh, our Spaghetti Meatballs segment a little bit earlier because yeah. he is going to the game later. Oh. And uh, I did admit weirdly because how this Isles team plays even though the Bruins are the superior talent the Isles really don't belong in the playoffs and weirdly I'm like 
why am I rooting for this team as a Rangers <laughs> fan? Just something about how they how they they attack their opponents. It's like I'm kind even though I have like we I bet the Bruins in our EP draft. It's it's something about how they play and how their coach is just like you kind of respect it. It's yeah. a weird thing. So I'll, I may be wrong with them, and I hope that uh, Meeples has a a fun time tonight in the uh, mausoleum. And it's Kevin Hench. You got to root. You got to root against him uh, every step away. <laughs> Mikey Meeples, where's your seat so people can come by and, and say hi? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I actually I gave him out on a uh, minus three, so you got to go listen to that. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. that's good. That's oh, a good, good little yeah. Just hey, look at the, on the top row behind uh, the the goal. The Islanders <laughs> is shooting him. Is that what I'm wearing the uh, I'm wearing the fisherman jersey too. Oh, to okay. Me. I think that's a better word. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, uh, can I say that's very nice of Eddie to root for the Islanders because none of us would be rooting for the Rangers at this point. Yeah, absolutely this, not. Who would well, they have just, to be playing? Not against the Rangers. Already, I mean, the Rangers actually got the 15th pick in the draft. They didn't, they, uh, the lottery wasn't fixed this year for the Rangers. <laughs> no. Thank goodness. Man, a lot of abuse for somebody who's riding with the Isles. Jeez. <laughs> really? No, a lot of respect. A lot of respect, Eddie. A, a Ranger fan rooting for the Islanders. I, lo- I love to hear it. You got to like trots, though, right? You have to like trots. It's hard to not like the guy. Yeah, I mean, they're grind. They're grinding it out. You got. I mean, just the, their style of play is unlike. They're not. They're not, they're not scoring a hundred goals like the Avalanche are. It's a team that's just trudging along. They're playing their style, and it's something about it. It's like, man, I I kind of like to see how far they could ride with this. What did Damashek say? I didn't even take him to task, but he's like, you get. There should be a new rule. You can't lo- leave your skates to block a shot. Did I even hear him say that right, or am I making that up? Well, they they try to do their punch up sports segment. They want to oh. change rules, so yeah, Dave. Every week is a, a whole new uh, batch of, of great rules that leagues will definitely want to listen to. <laughs> All right, there you, ah. go. you can catch them on minus three. But the home team Islanders uh, meatballs are underdog. Bruins are minus one forty two. The take back for the Islanders is plus one twenty. I'll tell you what, I'm going on the sixty minute line. Screw the one twenty on the sixty minute line. You get plus one eighty five. With the home team, they hit them in the mouth last game. In game two, they're up 3-1. The Bruins come back and tie it. It would have been easy to roll over there and go back to the Coliseum down 2-0. They didn't do it. And I think Tukarask comes undone a little bit. I really do. I think this is the game. Now, maybe, you know, Bruins get back in the series. I think the Islanders win the 4-1 and at home as an underdog. They win. They don't need overtime. Sokoli boys are happy. Isles up 2-1. Take them on the 60-minute line. Plus 185. Boy, you guys are scared. Parley Kid, Brother Bry, you're going with these player point props. In fact, Parley Kid, how dare you take a Bruin on a on a positive p- player prop here? Yeah, well, mm. on on our my extra points pick today on the uh on the site, I yes. have a JG Pajot to have over half a point at I believe like plus one twenty-two. Uh he's been the Islanders leading scorer in the playoffs. I'm going with David Pasternak to go over a half a goal at plus 154. He has scored five goals in seven playoff games uh, to date. Give credit where credit is due. This guy is all over the ice. He's he's a pest. He does a little bit of everything for the for the Bruins. I think he tallies the goal here at plus 154. Uh, I like the value there, but the Islanders do get the win, so. There you go. All right, that'll be Coliseum's going to be it's going to be nuts tonight. It really is. Like this is really well. This won't be the last game there. I mean, potentially this there'll be one more. Meatballs, you should hit the next one too. But yeah, it, it'll be a, a fantastic atmosphere, brother Bry. What are you doing? You take you have a player prop as well. 
Yeah, we got a player prop. I'm going to go Anthony Bavillier over a half a point at minus 102. Any Islander fan knows their best player by far in these playoffs. I mean, Peugeot, too, is up there, Dar, but their best yeah. player right now is Bavillier. He's taking his game to the next level, but you're getting a steal here at minus 102 to record a point. He's had a point in 14 of his last 15 mm. games played, right? Wow. So four, 14 of his last 15. I thought Parley Kid would maybe jump on this one, so I looked I, at it. I, I'm, I'm happy to get this one. There you um, go. I think he's, he's got nine points in seven games so far. Or, yeah, uh, what is it, nine in his last seven. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 14 and 15, you can't beat that to get minus 102 here. All right, good job by you. And, Harry, you're taking an Islander, too, player prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave the guy, gave the boy some crap about the Knicks. So let's go uh, with an Islander <laughs> prop player. Uh, let's take uh, Brock Nelson over a half a point at plus 102. Seven points in the postseason. Had three in the series clinching victory against the Penguins. Sorry, oh, Dave Damashak. Uh, so I'm going to take Brock Nelson over half a point plus one of two. Who that, did uh, that's? Go ahead. That's not good. I, I was going to say that's not good. We had another thread going yesterday with me, Brian, and Jerry saying Harry picked the Knicks today. The Knicks are definitely uh, not winning. Yeah. And uh, oh come now on. That's, Listen, now I, tried, I just feel I like the jinx on with you boys. The jinx is on hey. now. The Islanders. Don't you know what would be a good Listen, thing? Can we to, to look at is uh, for a city, the worst draft picks in a year. I don't know. Uh, Spaghetti, are you happy with the Rangers pick this year? I mean, it wasn't a top 10 though, right? Is that what it was? I'm just trying to figure out what was the biggest bust for a city in a year. It's too much to think about now. I can't. But I speaking know. of that though, yeah. Sal, you know, and Eddie would know this. And Mikey Meatballs knows this. This guy, Pasternak, was taken 25th in round one in 2014. Mm. Uh the Islanders took with the fifth pick this guy, Michael Dal Cole, who's been really had a terrible career for the Islanders. Yeah. What a difference just in that alone. So Yeah. It happens. So All right. Maybe draft. that was the year. Gotta have good drafts. Maybe that was a be topping. Be <laughs> hey, uh, Belmont. Belmont this weekend. Why not? This is it. The third like this is um what is this? A mile and a half? The 153rd Belmont. I think it's a mile and a half. None of the eight horses in the race have gone more than a mile and a quarter. So it really is wide open. Uh, I'm taking known <laughs> agenda. They won the Florida Derby, ninth in the Kentucky Derby, sat out for five weeks. It is a Todd Pletcher horse. And you guys know how much I like Todd Pletcher. Um, no, I've never mentioned <laughs> it once before, but he's won the Belmont three times and all three times his horse that won took five week break. So it didn't run the Preakness. This is the case for known agenda. I like known agenda. I can't say too much about it because uh, that's all I read up on it. But around six to one odds, that's what I'm going with. Known agenda. Pletcher has three horses in the race. This is one of them. Six to one. Known agenda. It, it, it looked like it needed nine furlongs to win Florida. So it wants to run long. At least top three finish for known agenda. That's my pick. Harry, what do you like? Uh, I'm going to take rock your world. Um, uh Joel Rosario, the jockey, is on him. He's won uh, Kentucky Derby before. He's won Belmont in 2014, 2019, won over 3,000 races. So I'm banking on Rosario to get it done here at the Belmont. And also, by the way, I, I know for the Derby, I did have essential quality. So I'm just going to throw out, aside from Rock Your World, for my Exacta box, if somebody wants an Exacta box, 2-7, essential quality, and mm. Rock Your World. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up our friend uh, Kenny May and see who he likes, so we could stay far away from it. Now, um, he's got you know he's had two races <laughs> under his belt. He should be able to figure this out. Uh, Brother Brian, you also like Rock Your World. 
Yeah, I like Rocky World too. But again, I, I, I said this every time we go over the horse racing. I think I'm, yeah. 0, I'm probably 0 for... It's got to be 0 for 55 in the big races in terms of winning money. Come on, Brian, let's get this um, one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like it when you look at the numbers, right? He was one of the favorites going into the Derby. There was an issue with the jockey right out of the gate, so he couldn't couldn't take the lead early on. So uh, prior that, to that, he had won three of three races. Um, it's a small field. Uh, this is a horse that likes to go probably wire to wire. Um, so I, I like this one here, although... It's probably it's probably smart to go with the long shot in the Belmont, to be honest. I mean, yeah. it's, if there's going to be one race, like you said, this is longer longer than any course they've. they've yeah, this run. is it. So. This is a mile and a half, twelve furlongs, the longest mm-hmm. race of the Triple Crown, and like I said, yeah, the longest any of these horses have competed in. Um, yeah. this year. So, uh, all right. Now, Parley kid, I should go with Hot Rod. You know, one of my idols, Hot Rod, Roddy Piper. But this is Hot sure. Rod Charlie you're going with. Exactly. And look, let's. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know anything about these horses, right? Uh, although I did win the Belmont 2004 Birdstone over Smarty Jones, oh. 35 to one. Uh, brother Brian, I 2004. Brother Brian, I were at the Belmont. Yep. Everybody in attendance was there to root on Smarty Jones. Yeah, uh, to win. Birdstone comes in. I was the only person, seriously, nice. out of a hundred thousand people, going great. nuts, going nuts. Uh, <laughs> it was what a what a win. So look, Hot Rod Charlie, Hot Rod. Did you have that one shirt of my, on? One of my kids' favorite <laughs> movies. My, Mikey Meatballs. One of his favorite movies is Hot Rod. My kids love it. Andy Samberg. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dog's name is Charlie. Uh, so let's go with Hot Rod Charlie. Here All right. Me. And I actually read up a little bit on it. And uh, they say he uh, might fit this uh, longer race, uh, might might be a good fit for uh, for the horse. There you so go. Let's take Hot Rod Charlie. All right. For all you horse players out there looking for a win, we have a guy in our crew who's won uh, a race in the last 17 years. So take that into consideration. <laughs> Listen to this segment. Listen over and over. Or just take uh, Hot Rod Charlie. All right. Sharp Tank. I think we went one and two with our sharp tank uh, picks. Go ahead, Harry. Uh, you want you want to root? Go, you, you, uh, go ahead with your Blue Jays, uh, Robbie Ray. That's mm-hmm. what you had. Oh, minus a one, one and a half, and it won. Yeah, he had nine strikeouts. Over, well, don't be over, so I disappointed. Think, like, I don't give a shit. Seven if, innings. If you it's great. Tout it, right? Okay. <laughs> well, I have hit three out of four, three out of my last four sharp tanks, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to take the Winnipeg Jets here. I, I touted them a little bit on Tuesday's show. I'm going to take them at minus one eighteen. To win Game Two against the Canadians, uh, they are six and three. Uh, they were six and three in the regular season against Montreal. Um, I, I did tout uh, their goalie Con- Connor Hellebuck. I mean, but he had a terrible game in Game One against Montreal. He had a great series against Edmonton. Uh, he had four shutouts in the season. He had one, and one of them happened to come against Montreal. But uh, you know, who knows with this? I mean, Montreal came into the playoffs with uh, five straight. They were <laughs> who awful. Knows with I, don't, this? I don't love it, but I'm I couldn't pick, I couldn't pick anything else. But I think Jets at home tie this up at minus one. Talking about you couldn't pick it. Value. He has one of the busiest weekends, right? With his hockey playoffs, mm, his basketball well, playoffs, something. I don't love anything. Premier lacrosse. And who knows? I'll take uh-huh. the division that no one can figure out. The division that you were shitting on, I think, well, on Tuesday, right? I, like, well, I was too, but I mean, I mean, I mean, Montreal. I mean, Montreal had come into this like I said, terrible, and they have they, they have the one four in a like, four in a row. Um, 
All right, it's won, getting worse. One four in like, row all season. So give me dude, the Jets. At my Harry, team. do you want a lawyer to defend you, you here? I don't know. You no, <laughs> I, I don't love it. Now Listen, they're good. I'm saying okay, three and one last four. I'm taking the Jets minus one eighteen, but I don't love it. By the way, he's trying to commiserate with our friend Jen Piacenti, who also gives out picks on uh, extrapoints.com. She gives daily fantasy baseball picks. Very, very, very good at it. Um, all right, they have you know this what I'm rate thing. Well, I'm just saying uh, uh, the difference of a comma could get <laughs> you know me canceled I mean. here, yeah. and he says. Uh, that's our, our boy, Jen Piacenti, right? Is that what it said? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's yes. what I said. That's, that's what exactly I said. what he said. And then I that's responded, exactly I'm like, Jen Piacenti is not a boy, Harry. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. shit, I probably and, shouldn't have even done that. Cause who the hell knows how he's going to react to this now. And, uh, luckily I think you, and Jen's smart. fantastic. And she knows what I meant. And, she uh, knows, right. And no one defends right. Robbie yeah. Ray more than her. And that's okay. that. <laughs> no one defends and it was a solid pick. Solid pick. I think there's a breakout of her making fun of your Robbie Ray pick, but I, I yeah. know she, she went with him once. That's all right. All right. Well, that Paulie was a kid. lock of all locks. Well, kid, you had a bad one with the night, oh. a bad loss, and they were in yeah. it, and it was a good idea, and it was gutsy too to bet against this Colorado team, who's covered the minus two and a half every sure. game of the uh, of the series of you know the Blue series and game Playoff. one, and they won their last five in the regular season. They couldn't be hotter. And but you caught them at a two-two, a tight game, and then they lost in overtime. Well, not only was the two-two, uh, you know, ap- really after the first period, the Knights outplayed yeah. them up and down the ice. Uh, the Knights had to stave off uh, eight penalty minutes in the first period. Um, yeah, and still managed to uh, have this game two-two going into overtime. They hit Another a post penalty. late. They hit a post late oh. where the net came off. I its mean, they, they dominated like the game. Yeah. They had, uh, outshot them. They outhit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really played a great game, so I can't be really be mad at that sharp tank pick, even though I'm cold as ice on the sharp tank pick. Doing hitting other things, uh, you know, uh, but just the sharp tanks have not been going well. But so I'm going to do something that I don't think anybody here has ever done before in sharp tank. I'm coming back with the Knights tomorrow night oh. at plus. It was plus one fourteen. It's down to plus one ten. The Knights to win game three. I, they're a good hockey. Look, they are a very good hockey team. They showed it last night. I like eventually, it. Eventually, if you outplay a team, eventually, you know, I think they outplay them. And this time they they beat the Avs. The Avs are due for a, a loss here. They're due for something coming up. I'll take the home team in the Knights getting plus money. I really like this. And that's a great home atmosphere. I've been to a bunch of Knights games regular season, so I can only imagine what it, what goes on in the playoffs. Yep. And, uh, you know, I know it doesn't always work in hockey, the zigzag when the team loses. It obviously didn't lose because they lost two in a row. But zig down 2-0 at home as an underdog, a good team. I think you're all right there. I don't mind. All right, right now I like that better okay. than Harry's uh, who knows, maybe the Jets pick. Uh, as he, <laughs> he gave it out to us. Uh, Brother Bry, everything didn't come up aces for your aces pick the other day. Oh, damn you. Damn you. Um, <laughs> you know, I, uh, well, now I cannot, I can't take a WNBA. This is two games in a row I've lost on WNBA. So now you can I, do it. I, 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 nah, I need, I need a, I need a week break to think about this. I need to reevaluate. I don't think I've lost two female games in a row in, in like <laughs> two years. Um, but yeah, I don't even like the slate tonight. It, it's tough. I, I could have went back with the aces, but so I'm getting so you got the whole weekend. You don't have to do it tonight. Well, it's the only ones we have. You know, it's okay. the only ones we get lines for. I mean, that's the only that's lines some basketball. The- All right. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but since we cover some of the other basketball again, um, I will go with the Trailblazers 
um, mm. nug- Trailblazers Nuggets over 227 and a half. Like, uh, you know, it might not be smart after that double overtime game, but I still like the over here. Four of the five have had uh, a total of 232 or more. Um, and again, even if they... Even if Lillard, you know, obviously Lillard's going to come back down to earth, but I do think some of those other players have to play better. McCollum has to play better. Um, you know, Nurkic, you know, hopefully he's not in foul trouble, plays a little bit better. Um, I do think in general that that game four was weird that Jokic had a bad game because they really cannot stop them. If, mm-hmm. Jokic, if Jokic is in the post, he's almost unguardable, uh, you know, between Nurkic, Kanter, it's just foul trouble. Guys will be wide open all over the place. So I think, again, a lot of wide open threes. It's more likely in this series that these guys hit them. So I'm going to go over 227 and a half. Well, that's the only thing I worry about like with it. this is that I do like that. I've also Unless think you're I'm, like, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of that all the time. I'm all, all a game off from the overs and the big overs hitting. But they could get Jokic in foul trouble early, right? You see a couple of canter flops and stuff, and all of a sudden he has two with eight minutes left in the first quarter or something. That, yeah, uh, just to, yeah I, I, they like these game sevens and the Lakers might not be helping yeah, them out. <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess your biggest thing is effort, right? If it's a blowout, if the Trailblazers yeah. are winning big, which right. was a game four, that 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 is your one situation where you could be uh, right. under here. But in general, I think I, I'm comfortable with the over. All right, I like that Vegas atmosphere, Parlay Kid. I like that the Knights are an underdog in game three. I yep, think that'll be yep. a close game and uh, it'll be fun and, and Vegas pulls it out in the third Actually, a four-two final. Let's let's make it that. I'm going with the parlay kid with Sharp Tank. Um, Mayweather Paul is this weekend. We, we didn't even figure that out until a minute before the podcast. There's no lines anywhere. There were some. Let me see. I can't find any lines. Joel, did you find any on this Mayweather? I, I remember it was like minus five thousand when we talked about it three weeks ago or something. But did everybody pull this? There's going to be there's going to be some chicanery. I think is the problem. Um, yeah, I can't find it anywhere. Uh, yeah, I think the last I saw it was like minus 2,500. Um, uh, definitely looking for some props off of this. Uh, but. no, yeah, yeah, Fandle doesn't have it, and I mean, it's because I guess it's got to be considered boxing. I know, I know that's the thing. <laughs> the fun, the funny thing about this is I've actually thought about that too. I'm like, well, maybe they don't consider it boxing, maybe it's like in some yeah. like enter- entertainment. Uh, prop or something. Right. But, no, I don't see it. Even the even I, the shitty uh, sites I look at sometimes don't have it. So um, all right. So all right. So go. even if all right, minus one. Let's it. It's probably minus twenty five hundred or more or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what do you think over under rounds? Then would this is well? What is it anyway? I, How many rounds fight of this? Guys, is it six? I'm seeing I some odds. I don't know if you want me. to. No. I, I'm not going to say where they're from. So. Yeah. Okay, what do you say? Can I mention that? Yeah, say the number. These were odds that were on uh, June 2nd, so from yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, Entertainment odds from, I won't say what sports book, fight winner, Mayweather, minus 1,000. What? Ball, plus 650. Total rounds, over 5.5, minus 110. What? Under 5.5, minus 110. Is this possible? No, no, no I'm one's putting that up for to I, actual bet money on that. That's I, crazy. I don't okay, know. so now it does say the following odds were created strictly <laughs> for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Right, right. As if the fight were taking place under the usual. Is this rules. from HGA? I don't know. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure this out. Uh, <laughs> 
Wow, Mayweather. Yeah, some I'm seeing minus nine hundred somewhere else too. It's crazy, but I don't think anyone reputable what? will take that bet. I don't know. I I just think Mayweather. Yeah, I've beats seen, him I've up seen, unless he wants to toy with him. And uh, shit, I don't know. this is so stupid. I know I'm gonna get it too. How much are they gonna get us for with this? Eighty bucks, Bri? Fit, more? I think it's. I think it's only fit. What is it? Fifty. I feel like don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't. I know. Up. We do shouldn't it. do it. We shouldn't do it. do it. Take a stand. It. It We're really is it. bad. It makes us bad Americans, I think, to get this. Um, We're I, doing I it, but it's why. weird. But it's a Sunday. It's Sunday night, right? It's like eight o'clock Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I it's know. a weird. Well, I weird might time. watch reruns of Mayor of East East Town or something instead. But <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Joel, give us your extra point, good point of the day out of the four of us. Uh, all right. Well, first, uh, as far as horrible draft years for cities in uh, 2003 Detroit doubled down with Darko Milicic at number two and the <laughs> Lions Charles Rogers uh, oh wow that's a good Jeez. one that's good really job that's, by you yeah. Joel cool. yeah. cool. I remember that because the next year great uh, job Darren won the Preakness bet that's right because that <laughs> Belmont, oh, wow that all happened <laughs> Belmont weird. oh Belmont sorry I screwed that up damn uh, uh Aston right. Carmelo <laughs> I was going to go uh, Brother Bry for uh, low scoring under 207 tonight with Lakers Suns, but I'm going to go Eddie off the board. Eddie with our good point of the day, being a, just a great New York fan and going with the Islanders. Of course, mm. it's because he wants to reverse jinx uh, his team. And we all know that any of these great Islander players are going to end up with the Rangers one day anyway. Oh, that might, is that it, Eddie? Is that, is that, did Joel read that right? Did you read the putt right? Eddie stepped away for a second. Oh, he stepped away. Oh, he didn't even get to. He didn't even get to enjoy his good point. Uh, revelation. Boy. Yeah. Oh, listen, I, I think if if you're Eddie Spaghetti, you want to see the Islanders get as far as they can get. I mean, that's going to infuriate his uh, his guy Damashek. So that, that's what you want to do. All right. Bad point, Jim. I know you're 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 about to blow up here. Very sharp tank. <laughs> <laughs> he made it easy for you today, Jim. Holy yep. moly. I guess I did. That, Harry that didn't even fair. like uh, Harry. Yeah. That one's Harry that one is like totally it. that's the first time Jim has been fair. All right. So your good point is about Jim's uh giving you a bad point. Uh, this could go on forever. Yeah, Jim, what was your exact wordings? The wording? What did he say? Who knows? Uh, yeah, who knows? I think was it. That should be your thing. Harry's who knows yeah, pick of the week. I mean, I like imagine it. imagine how bad of a pick that is when Brooklyn is in uh, New, when Brooklyn's in New Jersey. I yeah, mean. Brooklyn's in New Jersey. Jen Piacenti's <laughs> a boy. You're all over the place here, Harry. Yeah. All right, uh, and there you go. Um, were you guys doing anything cool this weekend? Spaghetti uh, my, meatballs going to the game. That's fun. Yeah, my oh, uh, yeah. This is going to be an interesting weekend because my daughter has a uh, basketball tournament upstate Saturday, Sunday. So Whoa. I will be. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna be getting a million texts from you guys while I'm at games. Uh, I'm Brian, gonna have to be watching these games. It's all it's in Brewster, which is probably only like it's probably like an hour and forty minutes away. But we're I'm I'm staying over just because there's games later on Saturday, early Sunday. So I'm I'm looking forward to that though. Any any time. There you go. My kids. Great sports weekends. Yeah, at the brother Bry, if you want to check up on any yep. uh, tournament scores in Brewster, he'll be right there. Get him up on Twitter. <laughs> Paulie Kid, you're at the I'm Chalk at the Talker. Chalk Talker sound. I'd like to thank my pal Sergio from Spinning Threads. Sent me this vintage 1996 NCAA Wrestling Championship uh, nice, nice polo shirt. 
uh, probably would be by far the best shirt in Harry's wardrobe. And for me, I'm just getting <laughs> well, stuff. Look at that. Harry's wearing the same shirt he wore. Uh, he's worn for 48 straight plus hours. Right? Hey, Cassin, last time buddy. we saw him, he was wearing the same shirt. But yeah, thank you, Sergio. Spinning threads. I uh, really like it. Uh, also sent a Brother Brian Bo Jackson card. Hey, nice. Yes. Thank you what, very much, Sergio. Great fans. Great fans. Love Good job guys. by you, Sergio. All right. And Harry, you're at AAO Harry. Yeah. And, you know, I sent you guys that video uh, or the picture last night of Arizona, obviously, um, allowing to have sports betting uh, go on. It, it's officially going to be you can bet in casinos and, and different places awesome. around town in, in Arizona. Awesome. The first day of the NFL season. So that should be wild. Got to be a more so concise awesome. way to say all that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> September 9th. Right. Yep. You are. Uh, it's kosher in Arizona. You're at. AAO Harry. Harry, someone um, emailed cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. I think it's the same bad or bed ache. We don't do bed aches on the second show of the week, but I think it's the same one as you had. Will Cronin writes in cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Dear Sal in the trifecta, novice gambler here with a bed ache for you all on Tuesday. I commandeered the main TV in our home, convinced my wife to watch the Portland Denver game five. I teased the spread to Portland plus six along with the Suns minus a half, which paid out even money. I thought about the bet all day. Finally convinced myself the Blazers were surely going to win in addition to the Suns. So I doubled down and parlayed the Suns and Blazers money lined at plus 250. I put $20 oh. on each. The roller coaster of the Blazers going down by almost double digits at the end of the fourth and the first overtime, only for Dame to tie the game. Send it to overtime twice. It's a hell of a ride. Of course, in the end, the Blazers lose by seven because of two made free throws <laughs> with three seconds left. Twice, I almost won both bets with a Portland win, only to lose both in the matter of minutes. A hundred dollars swing. Love you guys. Keep up the great work, Willie from Seattle. Harry, you had exactly the same thing. Didn't you have more yeah. points? You had like ten. I had six. Willie, listen, I had six, six and a half. And look, I, I texted you guys that I had six and a half, and I needed it for a fourteen parlay. The other three were in with ease. Um, yeah, you said that with like fifteen seconds left in the game, so we knew yeah, it was fifteen gonna seconds. Lose. So you know that you know right. what's going to happen. Right. You see when it's when it's three, uh, and then you, and then you miss, and now it's, you know it's going to get to five. And with you know, and then McCollum just stepping out of bounds was ridiculous, and that was the killer because they didn't even get a chance to kill more time or even get a shot off. So it gave them and again. They filed with three seconds to go, which usually during the regular season when the game's five, the referees never call it and teams never file. Yeah, this I don't is, know the, about that. This regular is, season? Nah. McCall and back-to-back games has screwed you, Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, they took yeah. him again, right? Jesus <laughs> right, Brian. Oh, man. Right. All right, Jim Cunningham, the eyes are one in your, um, in your Twitter handle. Yes, sir. Uh, Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. All right. And Joel, what do you got? You have something for Harry? What What do you think he should put together? No, I, I think they, the all-duh team. After <laughs> we, should, we should start creating the all-duh team. I love do it. it. Do it. We got the who cares team and the all-duh team. <laughs> I love Aikman, it. Troy, Troy Aikman's the quarterback. Harry's <laughs> got All Jeter right. on that list too. I'm pretty sure Jeter's yeah, on the yeah. list. Just only Top Hall of Famers. on the list. There you go. <laughs> Top and yep. Jeter and Aikman. That's a great team. <laughs> most people, uh, most people's all the team. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Babyface Joel Solomon, Hill producer Jim Cunningham, Spaghetti and Meatballs. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, 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 nah.